Thank you, Holy Spirit. Psalm 18. I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I trust, whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The pangs of death surrounded me. The floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple. And my cry came before him, even to his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his sacred place, his canopy around him was dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed with hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered the foe, lightnings in abundance and he vanquished them then the channels of the sea were seen the foundations of the world were uncovered at your rebuke O Lord at the blast of the breath of your nostrils he sent from above he took me he drew me out of many waters he delivered me from my strong enemy from those who hated me for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity. But the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands. He has recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless before him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore, the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands in his sight. With a merciful, you will show yourself merciful. With a blameless man, you will show yourself blameless. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. For you will save the humble people, but will bring down haughty looks. For you will light my lamp. The Lord, my God, 
will enlighten my darkness, for by you I can run against a troop. By my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all those who trust in him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on my high places. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has held me up. Your gentleness has made me great. You enlarged my path under me, so my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn back again till they were destroyed. I have wounded them so that they could not rise. They have fallen under my feet, for you have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. You have also given me the necks of my enemies, so that I destroyed those who hated me. They cried out, but there was none to save, even to the Lord, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them as fine as the dust before the wind. I cast them out like dirt in the streets. You have delivered me from the strivings of the people. You have made me the head of the nations. A people I have not known shall serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they obey me. The foreigners submit to me. The foreigners fade away and come frightened from their hideouts. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues the peoples under me. He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up about those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent men. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. Great deliverance he gives to his king, and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants forevermore. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. The psalm is a very powerful psalm. A very timely psalm. A psalm that was given by God through the Holy Spirit to His servant that is recorded in His Holy Word. The fiery trial that David went through has become a blessing throughout all generations to many, many, many people. We are one of those. Similarly, our trials, whatever we go through, will become a blessing to many, many, many people. As David describes here what he went through and how God was with him and how even through the trials, through the difficult situations, how he praised God. It's so important. We've been hearing this 
week after week after week, over and over and over again. Very important for us not to forget that. And in the midst of our difficult situation, in the midst of whatever we may be going through, even before deliverance comes, we need to praise Him. We need to seek Him with thanksgiving. And the Bible says, whatever request we have, we need to bring it to Him with thanksgiving. Because we know when we bring it to God, it is done. He hears it. He answers it. This is why David says over here, in the midst of calamity, he says, I will call upon him. Why? Because he saves me from my enemies. No matter what happens, I will call upon him. I cry out to him. And he hears me. So there's no doubt about God hearing us every time we pray. When I call upon him, he answers me every single time. It's so beautifully written here through the Spirit of God. It's recorded. The conversation between the servant of God and the reaction of God once he hears. Even though God knows what was happening. When he heard the cry of his servant, it says here that, if you read verse 7, after his cry came to God's ears, verse 7 says, the earth shook and trembled. The earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because God was angry. What was he angry at? Who was he angry at? He was angry at the enemy. He was angry at David's enemies. He was angry at all those people who were making David's life miserable, seeking for his life. What did God do? He just didn't say, okay, I'm angry, and he wasn't just simply sitting. God arose. Smoke went up from his nostrils, devouring fire from his mouth. That's how angry God got when he heard David's cry. It's something that each one of us should know, understand, and should be settled deep within your spirit that, number one, God knows everything we go through. He sees then from the beginning. Number two, when we call out to him, he takes action, God takes action. He takes action. He's a God who hears and who feels. Our God is a God who has emotions. He weeps with us and He gets angry at our enemies. Jesus got angry at death when He stood by Lazarus' grave. He wept and then He got angry. With that anger, he went after death. He brought Lazarus out of the grave. Anytime God gets angry, he accomplishes something big. God is so faithful. So when he got upset, he immediately 
moved from where he was. He rode upon a cherub and flew. God is moving on our behalf. He never sits still. Especially when he knows that you're suffering. Especially when he sees what you're going through. He never just sits in some faraway land where he's on the throne, where everybody's worshipping him and, and totally disconnected with what's happening with our lives now. He's our ever-present hub. God is right there. He's right there with us. He's right there with us. God came. He came for David. He came and he subdued his enemies. He gave David the victory. God comes through us. Again and again and again. He comes through. God comes through every single time. No matter what you may be going through. This morning or this week. No matter what it is. Have this in mind. Our God is a God who hears. Our God is a God who answers. Don't pray prayers of unbelief. Don't do that. Don't pray prayers that will dishonor God, that will belittle God. Those are prayers of unbelief. Don't come to God's presence with doubt in your heart. It's important to praise Him. It's important to think about all that He has done. It's important to think about His power, His majesty, who He is. And pray with hope. And pray with faith. God will do mighty things. God will do mighty things. It's also important to pray with cleanliness of hands, cleanliness of heart. It's important. Only then God will hear. If we regard iniquity in our hearts, God will not hear us. So that holiness has to be there. God will deliver us. No matter how strong the enemy is, he is stronger than the strong man. Our God is stronger than the strong man. God is stronger than the strong man. Our God is stronger than the strong man. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our God is stronger than the strong man. Because of that, we have a testimony many testimonies every single time he comes to our rescue every single time he speaks to us every single time he gives us the victory because he has positioned us he has positioned us for victory he has placed us in a place of victory always remember we fight our battles from a place of victory from a state of victory which has been given already. If we choose to stay there by faith and fight, then we lay hold of something that has already been given to us. That if we doubt, then we take ourselves from that place of victory. God, help us to understand what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Sin will take us from the place of victory. Unbelief will take us from the place of victory. Two things we see in this psalm. 
how David walked with God. And as a result of that, how God heard him. Because of his life, his voice was heard by God. God just jumped out of his seat for David. Because David delighted in him and God delighted in David. Those of you who are seeking the Lord, not just for what he can give, but for who he is, is an encouragement. Anytime you call upon him, he will hear you. And he'll answer you. Our God is a God who hears us, who answers us, of our very present help in times of trouble. Therefore, we can confidently say, I will not be shaken. If I'm on the solid rock, I will not be shaken. No matter what happens, I will not be shaken. No matter what happens, I will not be shaken. Thank you, Jesus. As God spoke to us yesterday, faith to receive what God has every step of the way is important, very important. As we move forward towards receiving what God has for us, Satan will bring hindrances, many hindrances through people, through situations and circumstances. He'll bring many hindrances. His whole goal is to stop you. Hindrances are meant to stop us from going forward. But those who have faith in God and who live a holy life, those hindrances will become stepping stones for God's name to be glorified. Those hindrances will become platforms and podiums. Those hindrances will become a stage of elevation and exaltation for God's people. And therefore, it's important to live a holy life. It's important to trust Him in every situation. Before something can happen to you, it has to get the permission of our Father in Heaven before it can come near you. That means He knows it already. He knows it already. And we need to also know that He's given us what we need. God has given us what we need in order to stay strong. He's given us the weapons of our warfare. He's given to us all the weapons that we need. He's given to us the whole armor of God. We've been given, we've been given by Christ, through Christ. Everything that we need to live a righteous life, to live an overcoming life, to inherit everything that God has for us. Everything. So it's important for us to not let go. It's important for us to keep our eyes on what God has given, not forfeit what God has given. To always stand from a place of victory and fight. 
to fight from above, not fight from beneath. The enemy should be beneath and you should be above, seated together with Christ Jesus in the heavenly places. Only then he'll be under your feet. You fight from above, setting your affections on things above and not on things below. Having a handle or having your feet upon the lust of the flesh, the lust of the pride and the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Need to have mastery over that. Only then you can fight from above and the enemy will be under your feet. Every day remember whatever you do the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and pride of life has to be under your feet. If you have them under your feet then you can fight the battle victoriously from where Christ is because there's no sin where he is. You can't be saying I'm seated together with Christ Jesus in the heavenly places and have immorality, have vengeance or anger or bitterness, sin. If you're seated together with Christ Jesus in the heavenly places, like the Bible says, which Christ has done for you already, that you have to practically lay hold of it by putting to death that which you need to put to death step on pride step on immorality step on everything that will drag you down from that place that God has given to you which is being seated together with Jesus Christ in the heavenly places when you have power with God when you live a holy life when you live a humble life when you live a faithful and faith-filled life you will fight from a place of victory because you will be seated together with Jesus Christ while you are on earth you don't have to wait till you die while you are on earth and you can fight from a place of victory you can fight from a place of victory and victory has been given to us for sure when we are fighting from that place of victory never give room to unbelief never give room to immorality never give room to vain imagination never give room to vain glory never give room to the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life because they are not of the Father it cannot be where Jesus is cannot you want to be seated together with Christ Jesus in the heavenly places and we need to be able to stay like how David said the Lord rewarded me according to the righteousness of my hands that I was blameless before God God hears us when we call when we cry out to him God saw all the enemies that came around David. He saw that those enemies were stronger than David. But God allowed them to come around David because God was stronger than David's enemies. He was with David. Because of that we have this Psalm 18. 
victorious God who gave David victory. David's voice got God's attention because it was the beloved voice. It was the voice that delighted in God and it was the voice that God delighted in. May that be said of each and every one of our church here. When you lift your voices to God, God will stand up. God will take action right away. Because that voice is a voice that worships and praises God, speaks words of faith and lives a holy life. That delights in God. God will do anything for those who love Him out of a pure heart. This week, make this your main business. To have that heart examined by God purified by God tell the Lord bring out everything that is unclean that is not of you bring it out Lord and as you show me I will sweep out everything we are called to co-labor together with Jesus Christ whatever God brings before you tell the Lord Lord I'm going to take it out of my heart and I'm going to throw it in the trash that's where it belongs whatever you say it's not good everything is going to go out I'm going to clean my heart I'm going to thoroughly cleanse my heart with the assistance of the Holy Spirit and with the blood of Jesus. And praise Him. Praise Him. Before you see anything, praise Him. When you get bad news, praise Him. That's what the Lord spoke to us yesterday, didn't He? Didn't He? When you see something opposite, you speak words of faith. You praise Him. When the enemy comes around, surrounds you, praise Him. Because God is with you. God is with us. No matter what happens, if your situation determines whether you're going to be happy or not, then at that point you're walking by sight, you're not walking by faith. If you get happy when things go well and if you get upset when things things don't go well, then you're walking by sight. You're not walking by faith. You need to come to a place where no matter what happens, I will still praise Him. I'll still maintain my peace. I'm not going to be like the heathen. Whether they're Happiness depends on the circumstances. Aware people have been given the spirit of God, which is the spirit of joy, which does not depend upon our circumstances. We've been given by God the spirit of peace, which does not depend upon our circumstances, because it's His spirit of peace. No matter what happens, the peace will rest upon His people. Throughout this week, just meditate on this Word of God that God gave. Yesterday, during the service, and what God spoke to us during the worship, 
And no matter what the enemy shows, you can show your leprosy all the way to Israel, from Syria. He can show leprosy all the way, even after the man of God, the prophet of God, give the command through his servant. You can see leprosy all the way to the Jordan River. You can see leprosy all the way to six times of immersing yourself in water. You can see leprosy while you immerse yourself in water the seventh time. But your eyes should be on what God has spoken and have the great expectation. No discouragement will overtake such a person who has eyes of faith, whose ears are filled with the Word of God, whose hearts are full of the Word of God. They know no matter what happens, the outcome is going to be God glorifying. No matter what happens, victory is for sure because it's been granted already. No matter what happens, I will stand still and see how God will work this situation around for my good and for His glory. Where is there room for frustration? There's no room. There's no room for frustration in the lives of those who trust in God. Because they know God is working everything out, everything out. For their good and for His glory. There's no need to worry. There's no room for frustration. Because we believe that whatever happens is happening according to God's perfect will if we're walking with Him. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, God, for this glorious word that you've given to your people this morning in addition to what you gave them yesterday. The essence of everything is to praise you. To truly believe you even before we see. Truly fight our battles from a place of victory. Even if things look adverse, we will praise you. So I pray, my people, Lord, put these things to practice. Be doers of your word. And not here is only that you people, Lord, may see the hand of the Lord in a mighty way. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. Praise you. I praise you. I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Oh, Father, for giving us this time to spend time in your presence for subduing the powers of darkness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And you bless your people. And I pray, Father, may this week be a week of great liberation and great deliverance for your people as they switch gears from unbelief to faith, from complaining to praising. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
totally believing what your word says. Totally believing, totally believing that all things work together. All things. Oh, Father, pray. May people, Lord, learn to step on everything that comes to the Father. Lord, I pray that you do a mighty work. Do a mighty work, Father. I pray that you do a mighty work in the lives of all your people. Each one of them. Each one of them, Father, pray that your blessing rest upon them. And pray that you will magnify Jesus all the more, especially this week, Lord. And thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.